Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. And I'm glad, glad to have you with us again this week. Uh, we got a special show, something I had not heard about until just uh, recently. But Eric Finman, does that name ring a bell? It didn't for me. But he was the first Bitcoin uh, Bill, the first Bitcoin millionaire at age 18, the youngest Bitcoin millionaire, and uh, has a exciting story. We'll maybe get a little background of that, but we're going to talk to Eric Finman. But it's not about Bitcoin, not about cryptocurrency. We've touched on those subjects here, but it's about what he did, a project he put together. It's called a Freedom Phone, an uncensorable phone. You can't have uh, apps or things taken off of you or shut down by Amazon or Google or Apple. So it's an uncensorable phone, and it's comparable to the iPhone. It's called a Freedom Phone, and we're going to get Eric Finman on here in just a minute and let him explain to you what the phone is and how important it is to free speech. So a great show. Before we get to that, I do have to address Cuba. There were demonstrations last week, the people in Cuba. Why? Well, they want freedom. Some of them are waving American flags. And the White House is just, uh, they're not giving them the support you would think a free nation would. So, uh, in fact, uh, the, the head of uh, our uh, security and immigration, and uh, he, he said that he warned them, do not come, you will be sent back, and do not put any watercraft to try to come to the united states because you will not be accepted now if the biden administration would do the same thing on the border the southern border with mexico we would have a whole different story down there but they i don't believe they have the audacity of courage to stand up and protect the united states constitution which they swore to do when they were uh, sworn into office but going to cuba what is going on down in Cuba? Well, we know the, the demonstrations were met by government forces and cracked down, and they shut down the Internet. But let's go back and look about some of the... We know Cuba is communist. We know they've been a thorn in the side of America for a generation. And we've seen uh, many Cubans come to America for freedom, escape the uh, Cuban regime, which started with uh, Fidel Castro. And we've talked about this in the past, but let me just get you up to date. One thing that Cuba was praised for around the world during the COVID crisis was when they locked down, I mean, they locked it down. They were, they didn't have 
the people they didn't give them many freedoms the citizens of cuba and then when he locked them down they had very little but uh, they were commended by the who and other world health organizations and other uh, uh leftist entities but because of what a good job they did but there's something about when cuba did a good job cutting down everything shutting it down only letting one person out of household to go get groceries and but what happened is it the, of course they don't have a way to make money in cuba the way they really got money from the, the world was by tourism and when they locked down they kept the tourists out and it just created havoc and it's it's slowly been building up and then on june 21st not even a month ago the government suspended all dollar deposits into the country so that people from around the world that had left cuba they want to send money to their relatives uh well the government suspended any kind of dollar deposits so it ended a major source of funding uh then and, and the thing was it wasn't just funding for businesses and families you know the government it really it thrived on people sending money back into cuba but they shut it down uh, and again we don't know exactly how they run their pace pesos their uh, the way they make money down there but what you can tell and these are reports coming out from the black markets it's hard to tell because when the government controls and dictates and there's communism and socialism and the government tells you what to do and they can say this is what inflation is then say this is what you're going to pay for a loaf of bread but if there's no bread in the stores then where is it well it's on a lot of times it's on the black market so because the black markets don't ever shut down people have got to live we did a show a couple of years ago about what happened in north korea and and the black markets in north korea but in communist countries there are always black markets to give you an idea of what's going on uh, a bottle of cooking oil would cost about 50 pesos but now on black market it's selling for 200 and then uh, powdered milk is rationed for children and the elderly and it sells for 2.5 pesos per bag but on the black market get it it's selling for 300 pesos on the street and these are some of the reports coming out of cuba 500 percent inflation some people predicting that could double maybe reaching eight nine hundred percent and it, it, it's bad because when they shut down cuba they shut down their ability to bring money in from the world and then now they're faced with desperation they're, they have in many places there's no food there's no medicine sketchy power and uh, soaring inflation and <laughs> and i just have to tell you that the reports that uh, some people are getting are, are grim and uh, people wanting to uh, see what they can do to help and then in, in cuba the people are still crying out for freedom the covid lockdowns that worked so well by dictators to shut things down just like in china when they shut things down they shut them down a lot better than america did because they had the authority 
They had the government had the authority to shut down. And we talked about it in China. They just didn't even shut you down saying stay in home. They locked they locked apartment complexes. They locked hallways where people could not leave. They, they locked the doors to the outside. So, you know, a dictatorship and government that's communist, they can do a lot better of lockdowns. But what they did with Cuba, they locked out their ability to bring money in from the world and in their pride saying, hey, we can handle this. Their people are suffering greatly. So pray for the people of Cuba. Pray for freedom. This may actually bring down the communist regime in Cuba. Wouldn't that be great? That they're so efficient in shutting down their economy because of COVID that they shut themselves right out of a job. I would love to be able to declare that and say that and say Cuba's free one day. Wouldn't that be great? Pray. And just let me say, isn't it great what we're hearing from uh, Governor DeSantis, the governor of Florida, trying to get free internet course in cuba they've cut out the internet to keep people from communicating and and governor DeSantis is saying why can't we work as with the fcc and let's get free internet by satellite into cuba what a great idea i hope he succeeds in getting biden and the administration to say let's help the people in cuba by giving them free internet during this uh, momentous time this week on doc holiday's rock splitting politics we have eric finman Eric, welcome to Doc Holiday's Rock Splitting Politics. Hey, thank you so much. My absolute pleasure for you know it's 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 so it's my absolute pleasure to meet you. Well, uh, we're glad to have you on here. And uh, be honest, I never heard your name, but you're associated with what's called a Freedom Phone, and I love mm-hmm. the name Freedom Phone. And I didn't know anything about it till I, okay. uh, I I heard about you and the Freedom Phone. So. Can you tell our audience a little bit about Freedom Phone and and what it is? Yeah, absolutely. So the Freedom Phone is a phone that uh, uh, is uncensorable, has its own uncensorable app store, um, and uh, which has all the normal apps your current phone has, but also banned ones as well. Um, and uh, and then yeah, we also put in like top notch privacy, top notch security features. Right now, current phones, you know, they, they kick you off the app store. If you have, like, a free speech app like Parler, they got banned off the app store. Um, you know, they just as when it was getting popular, these, these, uh, these organizations, they, they don't promote free speech. And if anything, yeah, they, they ban apps that promote free speech. It's, it's absolutely terrible, and that, that's what I wanted to fix with this phone. Um, that way people could, you know, have a voice, choose to think different, because it's just we're, we're running on limited time, and, and a lot of people have been banned already. Uh, uh, and, it, and it's so sad. So that's why I just want to create actual hardware, much harder to ban hardware, um, where, where people can use that, uh, you know, to speak freely and to have an app store that, that, that has apps that don't censor you. Um, that, that's basically the whole purpose and, and why I created the Freedom Phone. Well, the Freedom Phone, and I know a lot of people have all kind of questions, so I'm going to try to go down through a list of some of the questions just to, you know, if you got to, Say you got an iPhone now made by Apple. If you buy the Freedom Phone, what do you do? I mean, do you just do away with your Apple and all the contacts and content, or how how do you transfer things over to a Freedom Phone? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, basically, uh, uh, you can switch phones. Um, you know, pretty easily. Like your your SIM card, um, that has your contacts on it. So every okay. phone. 
um, has a, 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 what's called a SIM card, which is a little tray, and you can take it out um, and all that. And it's really easy. They all have like a, just a really easy way to do it. We provide instructions on that on the box, and that has your contacts on it, um, which is great, and uh, and all that. And then you know, if you have uh, any stuff stored in the in the cloud, um, or you have an SD card, um, we promote SD card stuff because that's more uh, more secure. So if you have your data on there or in the cloud, if you if you have still. Um, you can you can uh, you can put that all on this uh, on the Freedom phone. So say if you got Apple that backs up everything to the cloud, and would mm-hmm. you be able to still access your Apple account in the cloud over your Freedom phone? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, you can. So it doesn't really slow you down any of of what you're used to of your own phone, and, yeah. and so so how does the hardware keep you you know say uh, or just like uh, if they ban. Uh, parlor or something or an app and you're just saying that you know if you got the freedom phone and say you had an app that was banned by apple or uh, by google would you still use it on a freedom phone is that correct uh yeah absolutely so again yeah we have what's called the uh it's a little cheesy name but it's a great name uh it's called the patriot app store um and the patriot app store it has uh, all the normal apps your current phone has in there uh, um, but plus also banned ones as well. So that way, yeah, if they ban an app on the App Store, I mean, they're banning all kinds of political apps. It's terrible. Um, and, uh, and you know, they're ban- I mean, you see literally just came out that the Biden administration is announcing that they're going to look for, quote-unquote, misinformation in your text messages. It's absolutely insane how uh, uh, confident, you know, these people are getting. Well, um, yeah, and, I know. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you may be too young to remember, but I remember back in the days of the Cold War in East Germany. I mean, that sounds just like something would happen in East Germany back in, uh, you know, before 1988, before the Berlin Wall came down. You would think exactly we say the government's going to check your messages and see if you got misinformation. That just sounds exactly what East Germany would do. Uh, and, and now Joe Biden wants to do it, and they, they're going to do it. I don't know why he's stopping them, are they? Yeah, it's so sad. I mean, it already happened to actually one of my friends. Like, they acted quick and all that stuff, and then they, they banned her from sending text messages, period. Um, it's it's so sad. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely, it should, I can't even believe it. You know, I guess, you know, being being a, a young, I mean, I, I still remember the glory days of the Internet when that first came out. That's what I grew up on uh-huh. um, and all that. And, uh, uh, you know, um, and, you know, it was all free. It was all completely free speech and everything, and it was beautiful. Well, and, and I do want to go back a little bit on your background in a few minutes, but I'll talk about this Freedom Phone a little bit more about, of course, I know some people go to, like, the AT&T store or, or Verizon or whoever you have your um, contract with. So, and you, sometimes they'll buy the phone. AT&T will sell your phone to you from uh, if it's a uh, Android Google phone or if it's an iPhone from Apple. So would any carriers be selling the Freedom Phone, or you just got to order it online, or how do you get a Freedom Phone? Eric, hold that thought just a minute and be thinking on answering that question. And let me remind our audience, we're speaking of uh, Eric Finman. He's got a new uh, product out called the Freedom Phone, and this is a great conversation, and we're going to talk more about that Freedom Phone and how you can get it and what it's like in the uh, next part of the show. But let me remind everybody, you are listening to 
Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on WebTalkRadio.net. And you can go to our website and order a book called Bedrock Truths. And that book is at www.docholiday, holiday of two L's, www.docholiday.org. We'd love to get that book out to you if you'd like to buy it. Some other books you can look at. We'd love to uh, send out any books you want to buy. And uh, we'll get back for a conversation now with Eric Finman. We just asked him about what it's like uh, getting a phone, how you get it. So uh, we'll join Eric. Eric, uh, you got an answer for that now? Yeah. All you do is you just go to freedomphone.com, um, and you're able to buy the phone from there. You can buy it, uh, uh, you know, half the price of a, of a high-end iPhone, but, like, similar quality, um, great quality, maybe even a little better quality. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, you can pay monthly if you want and all that, um, uh, on there, but yeah, it just works with any of your current carriers and, you know, if it's just get it, if you want a phone that, uh, that, you know, is, 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 you know, pro free speech and actually is a company that, that doesn't hate you if you're a free speech, you know, person that thinks different, ironically, you know, Apple's, um, Apple's motto used to be think different, but yet they ban anyone who thinks different. And it's really sad. Um, and uh, and I just think about what are we losing as a country? You know, if we don't have free speech, then what do we have? Um, and because and it's the base, you know, almost the base elements, you know, the, almost the atom of all of everything else that you want to do. You know, how can you talk about, like, guns, gun rights, and, and, uh, and you know, um, the right to life if you don't have, you know, free speech to, to be able to say that they ban your te- you just texting about it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and that they ban, you know, any social media apps that allow you to talk about it. It's, it's completely Orwellian and does feel like East Berlin. It, it, it is uh, Orwellian. And, and, and our listeners know we had uh, uh, Alan Dershowitz on uh, last month and talking about free speech. And, of course, he's a liberal Democrat. But yet he recognizes how important free speech is. And he said that, you know, he won most of the cases in the last century uh, before 2000 on free speech. But said it's a whole different world now because of the private companies that own own these platforms. And they're, they're not government entities, so they can't sue. It's harder to sue the private company. And, and it almost feels like there's no way out. But here you come up with a new product called the Freedom Phone, which is an out. It's if it if the hardware can't be banned, then and you got apps that can't be banned, and uh, all of a sudden it's a very important product. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I mean that that's exactly it, and and you get it because it's just. I, I mean, I want to give people hope. like for me, I'm from Silicon Valley, so I'm kind of you know leaving Silicon Valley and all my quote unquote friends from Silicon Valley. They're like, why would you do this? You know, you're gonna you're gonna hurt hurt your hurt yourself and hurt, you know, your quote unquote nice reputation because I guess I'm well known for, for my Bitcoin background. The claim to fame is I'm the youngest Bitcoin millionaire. Uh, right. you know, started a company, sold a company in Silicon Valley. That's kind of what I'm known for up until this. Um, and then they're like, Why are you giving this up? You know, you have such a nice, I guess, rep, you know, and, and you're well liked and it's just, you know, you're you're you know, fighting fighting for this is, is going to make you hate it. And it's like, well, I don't really care. I mean, to me, I, I just have, I find that my hope, I have tremendous hope for the country because there's people like you and people working on great things. But if no one does anything, there's no hope. And I think that what I, so I was like, I want to do something. And that's what the purpose of this phone is, 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 you know, 
built their own phone with their own app store to be able to and, and have secure privacy so that way we can just be ourselves and think different and have our own opinions. But that's the main goal of this project is just to give people hope that, that people are building things, people are moving forward on things, and, and we're even going to be better than when, you know, we were allowed on Twitter and, and all that, barely, you know. Well, tell me about platforms just like if somebody has a Facebook and they put it on their Freedom Phone and then Facebook wants to ban, you can't stop them from banning what you put on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, I mean, if you... We don't censor on the on our app store, so if you want to get Facebook, you can get Facebook. It has all the normal apps your current phone has, but you know we recommend you download something like Parler or, or other social media apps, which is now which is preloaded actually on the phone, um, okay. and and all these other apps are also in the app store as well. So I mean, you know, you're welcome to use Facebook, but they're going to ban you. But but if you go in our app store, you know, and 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 then you know use Parler, which is the default social media app on our. On our phone, welcome to download any app you like. You can speak freely, and I think that's the whole purpose of this. This is refreshing. I have to ask you the question about when did you start doing this? Uh, I mean, to me, to put a to develop a phone that you know you can't be banned, you, you, it, it can't happen in two or three weeks. So how how long have you been working on this project, and and how do you get it to fruition? I've been working on this for a better part of a year now. Um, and you know, I've been able to, I just decided I need to, I need to do something. So I just, you know, I didn't take any investors or anything. I just have did well, pretty well on Bitcoin and I spent my money on doing this. So I've been working on this for a better part of the year, spent about seven figures or actually, you know, <laughs> yeah. well, maybe more actually on, uh, on, on building out this phone. It's hard to build a phone, but I wanted to do it. Well, uh, the, the thing that's exciting for conservatives and for people who love free speech, and, and it shouldn't be, I mean, I grew up in, I'm, I'm older than you, obviously, I'm, I grew up in, I was born in 60, and grew up in the late 60s, 70s, and, and, and it was the liberal Democrats who just seemed to be pushing, they, they loved free speech, you know, and that, they pushed free speech. And, and now, they're the very ones in charge of Silicon Valley, and and these groups, and and they wanna they wanna ban things, and it's just that's what I, when we had Alan Dershowitz on our show, and it's just sort of upside down, the what the world has been, and so when you come in with this, uh, and, and and like you just said, they put pressure on you, Silicon Valley, not to do this project. Uh, so mm -hmm. t tell me a little bit more about that. You, you know, did you have anybody saying, "Hey, I want to come along and walk beside you and help you get this done," or did you just have to pretty much do it yourself? Uh, I mean, I've had to do it myself. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I mean, I've had to. Uh, it was tough. No one was helpful in Silicon Valley. No one wanted to be. No one wanted to touch it. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you're so right that the the the, the left has gotten so extreme that the, you know the right to have your own opinion is too offensive to them. Um, and yeah, in Silicon Valley, I mean, it started out almost kind of pseudo-libertarian. Um, the ability right. to go to a place and build a startup and a company and all that, but how quickly that faded um, when they got power because, uh, you know, power corrupts. And, you know, the, the thing that they loved that got them to where they were, you know, Twitter, their old motto said uh, when they asked, uh, what's your politics? They said, we're the free speech wing of the free speech party. And uh, and we know how that turned <laughs> wow. out. Wow, um, I, I, I hadn't heard that. That that is crazy. <laughs> they said that starting out, and then <laughs> and then uh, banning people left and right. Oh my goodness! Um, but now, <laughs> no, it's hilarious. Uh, the, and that, and that, that was the old CEO of Twitter, Dick Costello, 
and uh, that was his name. And uh, and he is now just he's even worse than the current CEO of Twitter. I'm glad he's gone. But the guy who said we're the free speech wing of the free speech party uh-huh. just says you should have total blanket bans, ban every conservative on the platform, pretty much, and you know, and all that. And then to he, the guy who even said that has now even gotten further radicalized than even the current CEO, Jack Dorsey, who is is, is pretty pretty rough on the free speech. Right. Stuff, but at least he, you know, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's. You can find some conservative voice on on Twitter, you know, maybe not for long, but um, uh, but yeah, the former CEO just went fully radicalized. It's absolutely crazy. Well, I, I'm glad you told me that. I did not even realize it, and then that the uh, the whole thing of uh, when when we look at these different platforms and what you mentioned the the famous line, you know, uh, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. You know, it's. Uh, Mm-hmm. And, and, and this power, but tell me about with uh, your uh, experience in Silicon Valley and what you've done, and 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 we've had some programs about blockchain technology. We've had a little, a few programs even about uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and uh, crypto assets, what do you call them, and trying to teach our listeners some of these things. And I guess and some some of our guests have talked about blockchain being able to even undermine big tech company like uh, say facebook or twitter but the blockchain technology may end up presenting new opportunities do blockchain technologies hold the hold a key to undermine uh, the big tech of today like facebook twitter google these who are censoring 100 percent 100 percent um, you know, uh, one of the things we preload um, a blockchain, you know, crypto app right on the phone so you can at least buy and sell and invest crypto in an easy way because it's right now so hard uh-huh. to, um, to, to buy crypto. And because and people, you know, they're just like, well, I like Bitcoin. I've heard of it. I want to maybe buy a little bit, check it out, you know, use it as kind of save it for, you know, the world goes to goes to crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my friend. Yeah. And um, uh, and uh, and all that. But people don't know how to get into it and, and all that. So we put that right on the phone. But yeah, I mean, you know, people have been working on blockchain-based social media apps. I mean, blockchain was made, actually, people don't realize um, kind of the origins of Bitcoin was people tried, it was very birthed out of libertarian roots. Um, Bitcoin, uh, before Bitcoin, there's actually this thing called Liberty Dollar and a couple other currencies. Um, and Liberty Dollar was like a, a libertarian-minded guy, and he was like, let's go back to the silver standard. Um, and, uh, you know, you would, you would get a $10 bill, but it was like a certificate that you could redeem like $10 worth of silver with him. And he had like a warehouse full of silver. Um, and you could, you know, bring this bill to him and get 10 bucks of silver going back to the silver gold, gold standards. Right. Right. Um, and then, you know, it had, I think the $10 bill, like Ron Paul's face on it, you know, a couple cafes that we accept Liberty dollar and they put him in prison and they shut down, took all up, you know, and seized the assets, um, which is crazy, which is why. Bitcoin and the underlying technology was invented was the founders anonymous of Bitcoin because if you start to own currency back in the day you would get put in prison and the re- blockchain basically is a, a type of technology that where you don't need any servers or any company any entity and it still works it's complicated how it does but that's basically the point of it um, because if you started your own currency back in the day or had your own warehouse full of silver they would um, uh, just just put you in jail and shut it down and shut down your company and shut down your servers. Um, and not many people know that that's the origins um, of Bitcoin um, and that, you know, it's fully unbannable. Even if the U.S. makes it illegal, it'll still work. They can never stop it from it technically working at a technical level. Um, and, uh, and, you know, and that's what's so great. You know, people are working on blockchain based social media. 
watching based everything so that way things are truly unbannable and we preload a lot of that into the phone well so that's what excites me and i'm glad you're on top of that because i'm not a technology guru by any means and i appreciate someone like you being able to step out even though it's silicon valley told you not to do it and didn't want you to do it and, and probably pushing against yep. you but uh I hope you have good success with the Freedom Phone and hope it's just the beginning of free speech. And I hope, I believe free speech is in the DNA of America and most Americans are going to rise up and, and, and they're going to support free speech. I just, uh, I believe mm-hmm. they'll do it. And, and the listeners of this show, uh, we've had plenty of guests that feel that way. And, and seeing you come together with this project at this point, our country's history is a very big event, and I appreciate all that you've put into it. And uh, I'm going to give you the last minute here of our show just to, to tell our customers, uh, well, <laughs> I tell my listeners and hopefully your potential customers how they can uh, <laughs> how they get the phone and, and what it should mean and, and why it's important to use this phone. Absolutely. So if you're looking for a phone, um, that doesn't put your voice on silent. Again, a little cheesy tagline, but it's true. Um, with its own app store, which features free speech apps and banned apps, um, and but still all the normal apps your normal phone has, so you can go through your day-to-day, and you want a phone that has privacy and security, this is the phone for you. Check out Freedom Phone at freedomphone.com. That's my pitch to your listeners. <laughs> all right. Well, Eric, thank you for coming on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, and I hope we can get back with you in the future and see how things are going and, and see what else you're doing for the cause of free speech here in America. Great. Thank you so much. All right. You just heard it from Eric Finman. They are conservatives. There are people fighting back against those who want to squelch or squash our free speech here in America, especially those who have private companies, just like we talked to Alan Dershowitz about uh, last month. So these are the things that excite me, knowing that people aren't just laying back, taking it and saying, you know, it's over. We can't do anything. We've just lost America. No, we have not. They got people like Eric Finman making a freedom phone. People are out there working hard, and they are taking our nation back from those who want to suppress us, oppress us, and (laughs) suppress free speech. So get out there and do your part. Hey, see you next week right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you again next week.